Hi folks, a very quick announcement before we get started on the episode this week. And that is a huge thank you to Katie Unicorn Stewart. I don't know if your middle name really is Unicorn. If it is, that is an awesome name. So the fabulous Katie Unicorn Stewart gave us a recent review on Apple Podcasts about the recent Governance Summit summary. So five stars for Take On Board, she says. Loved the recent Governance Summit summary podcasts. Super useful. Katie, happy to help. Thank you so much. And thanks for taking the time to do a review. So a little prompt for others that might be listening. I love it when I get reviews and you might get read out on the pod as well. So get in there and work out how to do ratings and reviews and let me know what you think of the pod. All right, on with the show. Hello, fabulous people of the Take On Board community. Three things before we get started. Firstly, you're also incredibly awesome for continuing to share this podcast with your friends and colleagues. So a very heartfelt thank you from me. The Take On Board community totally rocks. And if you're new here because someone shared it with you, a really warm welcome to you. Take On Board is more than just a podcast. We're a thriving, engaged, supportive group. So come join us over in the Facebook group or at one of the events. There's links to both of those things, to the Facebook group and to the events in the show notes. Or if you're out walking, which is what I do when I'm listening to podcasts, or if you're driving or somewhere else where you can't jot it down, just go to my website, heliasvenson.com.au. Secondly, Shout out of the week goes to the truly wonderful Michelle Redfern, one of those active, engaged members of this community, who shared an opportunity in the Facebook group this week. She says, if you're interested in Australian rules football, and if you have a finance background and expertise, then I have an opportunity to extend your strategic network to potentially attain a director's role. If this sounds like you or someone you know, Go over to the Facebook group to find out more and how to get in touch with Michelle. And Michelle, thank you. One of the things that gives me oh, so much joy about this group is connecting and you are a queen connector if there is such a thing. Thirdly, let me introduce our episode this week. Building on the call to action last week from Stacey Williams to nominate women for Australian honours, this week you'll hear from me encouraging you if you're eligible to get your fellowship of the Australian Institute of Company Directors or whatever the equivalent is in your country. It's a much easier process than I initially thought. So I'm going to take you through the criteria and the process. And I look forward to having a table or two or three of take on board community members at the next FAICD annual dinner. So let's get on with it then, shall we? Over to me. Welcome to the Take On Board podcast. I'd like to start by acknowledging that I am recording on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and I pay my respects to Elders past, present and future. I also acknowledge and respect the continuation of cultural, spiritual and educational practice of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. And I extend that respect to any First Nations people we might have here with us today. Being on a board can be an incredibly valuable, interesting and exciting experience. Yet it can also be lonely, challenging and, let's face it, pretty hard. So here at Take On Board, I'll bring you weekly tips, tricks and advice to help you navigate your way onto a board 
onto your next board and to build your governance wisdom. Now, on with the show. This week on the Take On Board podcast, you're hearing from me in one of those questions that I get asked all the time. So, Halia, should I become a fellow of the Australian Institute of Company Directors, brackets, or whatever your local one is there? Short answer is yes. Yes, you should if you're eligible. And what I'm going to take you through in this podcast is, well, firstly, what is the Australian Institute of Company Directors? If you're not from Australia, let me just give you a brief outline of what you should be looking for in your country. Secondly, what is a fellow of the Australian Institute of Company Directors or whatever it is in your country? What's the criteria? What's the process? And then I'll take you through my application. I was made a fellow in late 2019. So I'll talk you through what I did and I'll provide all of my application in the show notes so that when you're doing yours, it'll make it a little bit easier. Firstly, what is the Australian Institute of Company Directors? The AICD, as it's known here, is a founding member of the Global Director Development Circle now known as the Global Network of Directors Institutes. In your country, wherever you are, look for the GNDI, the Global Network of Director Institutes. They're membership organisations for directors and, as far as I know, they're in Australia, the UK, the US, Canada, Malaysia, New Zealand, Brazil and South Africa. They may well be in other places as well or even if the organisation in your area is not a member of the Global Network of Director Institutes, there's probably something similar. It's basically the professional organisation for company directors. So wherever you are, I'm talking about Australia, if you're eligible, as I say, yes, do it. What is a fellow? Again, for the Australian Institute of Company Directors, it's somebody who's a director. I'll take you through what that means in a moment. And then they have considerable experience, seniority and good standing within the Australian director and governance community. That's first. And secondly, they consistently demonstrate the highest levels of integrity, wisdom and generosity of knowledge amongst peers. So what the AICD have done is provided some criteria to meet that kind of broad statement about what they consider to be a fellow. That criteria, so let's turn to that now. What's the criteria? So there's six, I guess, facets to the criteria. Firstly, you must be a member. I'll talk about that in a moment. Secondly, you must be a director. Thirdly, it must be a director of a board. Fourthly, of an eligible organisation. Fifthly, for the required time. And sixth, you've got to provide some referees. Let me take you through each of those in turn. So firstly, to be a fellow of the Australian Institute of Company Directors, you must be a member of the Australian Institute of Company Directors. And trickily, not just a member now, but you must have been a member for three consecutive years. So if you're not a member join now. They're pretty clever at getting your membership, I must say. And if you can see, once I've taken you through the rest of the criteria, that you're coming up for membership, you might like to join now. So by the time you're eligible, you have your three years. Okay. 
Secondly, you must be a director. Now, you would think that that's pretty clear, but I guess in some circumstances it might not be. So you're not an advisor, you're not a company secretary, unless the company secretary is also a director of the organisation, you're not a senior manager, you're not C-suite, you're a director as listed in the ASIC database, that's the Australian Securities and Investment Commission, and you are legally responsible for the governance of the organisation at law. So, yeah, make sure you are actually a director. Now, thirdly, it must be a board. So, it must be, that is, the group of individuals who are jointly responsible for the oversight of the organisation. So, just like I said a moment ago, you must be a director, not an advisor. In this instance, it must be the board, the governance board, the board of governance, not an advisory board, not a committee. Although... In some instances, a committee of management would be considered a board. Anyway, go back to your governing documents and just make sure that it is a board that you are part of. Fourthly, yes, fourthly, it must be an eligible organisation. Now, here's where it gets a little bit interesting. And this is what you've really got to look at to make sure you are eligible for this FAICD post-nominal. They define this in three different ways. So it's different if you're a corporation board member versus a not-for-profit board member versus a government board member, and there's different criteria for each. And the definitions are mostly around size, and they define size in relation to revenue or assets or employees. So let me take you through each of those. So for a corporation, the corporation must have consolidated gross revenue of Australian $25 million or more and assets, gross assets of $12.5 million or more and have at least 100 employees. So it's got to be of a reasonable size. Revenue, 25 mil, assets, 12.5 mil, 100 employees for a corporation. So if that's you, go on. <laughs> if you're a director of a not-for-profit organisation... So that organisation does not operate for profit, personal gain or other benefit of particular people and gross revenue of five million or more and at least one of the following, either 25 employees or 100 volunteers. Yeah, so for not-for-profits, gross revenue five mil, either at least 25 employees or at least 100 volunteers. So again, if you're not-for-profit ticks those boxes, you can go on. Now, the third area of boards, government entities. So if you're on a government board, the consolidated revenue of that organisation needs to be $25 million or more, and either gross assets of $25 million or more, or at least 100 employees. I'll put some downloads in so you've got all of this in front of you. But yeah, just think about, is it a corporation, 25 mil in revenue, 12 and a half mil in assets and 100 employees? If it's a not-for-profit, gross revenue, 5 mil and either 25 employees or 100 volunteers. If it's a government organisation, revenue, 25 mil or more and then either assets of 25 mil or 100 employees. Oh, so 
if you tick those, just be aware, again, it probably goes back to being a board member of an organisation. So it's not a sole trader. It's not a small consultancy. It's not a non-trading trustee company. So yeah, it's got to be an organisation. If you tick all of those, yes, I'm a director of an organisation. It's of a board of governance. It's an eligible organisation. The next thing you need to think about is it needs to be of the required time, which is six years or more. And again, there's some definitions about how that works. So you need to have been a director of an eligible organisation for six years or more, which can either be, this is the easiest one, one role, six years, easy. However, not everybody has that. Sometimes it's different roles. So it might be two roles, but they must be within an eight-year period, providing that one of those roles is at least for three years and the second role for the balance of those six years. So, I mean, basically, they don't want people to have been a director 30 years ago and then using that now. Or they were a director 30 years ago for a couple of years and now in current times for a couple of years or whatever it may be. So they want to make sure it's within basically the last 10 years or so. That can get a little tricky. I'll talk you through my application at the end. So once you've done all of that, (laughs) yes, you're a director of a board, eligible organisation for six years. Once you've ticked all of those boxes, then you need to provide three references from fellows of the Australian Institute of Company Directors who have known you for a minimum of three years and is not related to you. And I'll talk through that in a moment. So one of the tricky things here is they don't tell you who's a member, uh, sorry, who's a fellow of the Australian Institute of Company Directors. So you need to find these three referees, but you might not know who the fellows are. Again, I'll talk you through mine in a minute, but what I did was I just went into LinkedIn and popped FAICD in and then that told me people that I knew who were FAICD and that helped me to decide who to approach. Now, the references, and again, I'll take you through my one in a moment, but they just need to say how long the fellow has known you, the candidate, in what context they know you, the candidate. And they need to vouch for you in relation to your professional career, their ethical standing and good character. And they need to confirm that they've cited the candidate's application and supporting documentation and then provide all of their details. That's the criteria. Note, and I think this is interesting because a lot of people assume this to be the case, you do not need to be a graduate of the Australian Institute of Company Directors. You do not need to have done the company director's course or the exam for the company director's course. So you don't need to have the post-nominal GAICD before going for FAICD. However, I must say it makes it a little easier, but if you're not a graduate, then you just need to provide some additional information. So if you're not, you just need to show that you've got a minimum of 10 years experience as a director or a senior government official, and they define all of this. I'll put all of this in the show notes. So yeah, if you've got more than 10 years experience, either as a director or a senior government official, then you can just leap straight to being a fellow of the Australian Institute of Company Directors. Alrighty, let me talk you through the process then. That's the criteria. If I've gone through all of that and you're going, 
yeah, I think I tick a number of those boxes. What do I do with this? (laughs) And I should say, this was on my list of things to do for probably 12 months before I got to it. Must do it, must do it. You know those things that are on your task list that you just move from week to week or month to month or whatever it may be and you don't get to it. And then I finally got to it and it was actually much easier than I thought it was going to be. So I just wish I'd done it sooner. So this is my encouragement to you to do it just to get on it because it's not as hard as you think. So the AICD provide a fellow application cover sheet and they suggest to you that you just do that at the outset. It's kind of a pre-check, I guess. And in that, you just need to either say you've completed the company director's course or that other evidence that I was talking about uh, before. So listing out your 10 years experience as a director or senior government official. And then you just need to list your experience as a director of an eligible organisation for six years. So you just list them out. Now, mine was a little tricky. So I actually provided a letter and then I provided all of the annual reports for the organisations. So once you've done the cover sheet, they then will come back to you. I can't remember how long it took, not long. They come back and say, yes, you've got an initial tick and then you go and get your referees your three referee letters from fellows of the Institute that attest to your, you know, ethics and so on. Once I'd put the referee's letter in, again, I just had to wait. Again, I can't exactly remember how long it took, but I don't think it was too long. And I was advised I was successful. I think it was early 2020. So I didn't get to go to the ceremony to get my certificate. It was sent to me and hopefully at some stage we'll all get to do that. So yeah, so that's what I did. So let me take you through my application because that might bring it to light for you. So, oh look, it even gives me the dates now, although I can't tell you exactly when I got it. So on the 1st of October was when I submitted my cover sheet to them. I had completed the company director's course, so that was easy. So I just had to list out the six years experience that I had. Let me maybe read you my letter. And again, it's part of the downloads that are in the show notes. So you can get all of this and tailor it to what you had. Here's my letter. I write to apply for my FAICD membership. Remembering this is 2019. So some of my board roles now are not reflected here. I've been a non-executive director for 10 years as follows. YWCA Victoria, 2009 to 2015. Social Housing Victoria, 2013 to 2016. The Royal Women's Hospital, 2015 to present. Centre for Sustainability Leadership, 2016 to present. And the Accident Compensation Conciliation Service, 2019 to present. I'm a graduate of the Australian Institute of Company Directors, completed 2015, awarded 2016. I have been a member of the Australian Institute of Company Directors since 2015. Now, here's where I have to outline my six years. I've been a member of an eligible organisation for six years within an eight-year period. So that was the Royal Women's Hospital, 2015, 2016, 2017, and the YWCA, 2010, 2011, 2012, 2013. I was actually also a member of the YWCA board for 2015, but at that stage it wasn't an eligible organisation. 
<laughs> so this is where it got a bit confusing. So the YWCA had owned a hotel for a period. We sold it. So whilst we owned that hotel, we had the assets and we had the staff, but once we sold it, we didn't. Anyway, so I then went on to say I'd also been a director from 2009 for the YWCA, but it wasn't eligible. And I included all of the annual reports or a link to all of the annual reports for that. Popped that in. And as I say, they came back and said, yep, you're in, basically, provide your referees. So the other thing I will include in the downloads is my template. So for my referees, I provided them a Dropbox link, which had all of this information because they need to attest that they have cited the information. And I provided them a template because I wanted to make it easy for them to tick all the boxes that were required by the Institute of Company Directors. So it's just name, title, company name, address, telephone number, email address, because they're required. First paragraph, I've known Helia Svensson for X number of years, so they could fill that in through brackets, context of how we know each other. So they prompted them to put that in. I then wrote in there, I've cited her application for FAICD and the supporting documentation, and to the best of my knowledge and belief, I consider that information to be accurate and true. Further, I can vouch for her in terms of her professional career, her ethical standing and her good character. I then just wrote in there, add anything else you like, although there's no obligation. And most of them very kindly did, which was nice. And then I popped those three referees in. And again, as I say, I then just had to sit back and wait. Here's the summary. Firstly, if you're eligible to be a fellow of the Australian Institute of Company Directors, you should put in the application. It's easier than you think. To become a fellow, you need to be a member for three years. You need to be a director of a board of an eligible organisation for six years or more, and you need to provide three referees of people who are fellows of the institute. You put your cover sheet in first which just ticks off all of those things except the referees. Once they tick you off, then you put your three referees in. So take on board community. That is the answer to one of my frequently asked questions. Should I put in for FAICD? Uh, If so, how do I do it? Uh, And what's the criteria? I really encourage you to do it. And if you can see that you're coming up to meeting that criteria, maybe you're in year year four of your directorship of an eligible organisation and you're not a member of the AICD, get in and join now. So by the time you hit your six years, you've got your three years membership. I would love it if you let me know, A, if you're a fellow, B, if you're about to put in for now because you now know you meet the criteria or C, if you know you're coming up for it. I would love it. And let me know how you go following this process. Let me know if some of the downloads that I'm providing in the show notes are useful for you. And let me know when you become a fellow, because as I understand it, there's an annual dinner and I would love nothing more than a take on board table or two at that FAIC dinner. Okay, folks, often do it. And thanks once again for being part of the take on board community. So that's a wrap for the take on board podcast today. Thank you so much for being here and being part of the Take On Board community. I do this podcast because I love bringing good women together. So I invite you to join us over in the Take On Board Facebook group, an active group that helps, supports and cheer squads each other. Just search Take On Board in Facebook to find us. I'd really love it if you could also do some of the other podcast things. Share with someone you know who might get some value from our discussions. 
subscribe if you haven't already. And, well, I also really love it when people rate and review. Thanks again for being part of the Take On Board community. Now go and put these tips, tricks and advice into action so you can be your best in the boardroom.